0: Welcome back to the Roommate's Couch Podcast, I'm Aaron. I'm Kelton. And did you know that sharks are older than trees? Now you do. Oh my god, they were roommates. I know we we have been away for nine, ten days now. Um, first off, thank you to everybody that messaged us asking if we were chill and if we were coming back like it's good to know that we're uh, an important part of your week but um we had our first australian listener pop up so we're Ooh. in seven countries now wow. and i wanted to issue a challenge for the next couple minutes until we get bored of it australian accent only <laughs> okay <laughs> in honor of our aussie listener <laughs> aussie listener well i always have to start with a shrimp on the barbie to get me in the <laughs> right
1: mood you know what i'm saying oh they. They have a word for something. I need to look this up. I saw this other day online and like they don't say like they have like single words that mean
0: full phrases. Hmm. Have you ever heard of these before? Let's let's play it this way. You read the word. I'll give you what I think it means and then you read off what it actually is and we'll see how, how close we can get. Okay. Dog's breakfast.
1: Dog's, what is dog's breakfast.
0: breakfast? Eh? Uh, I think that's going to be a a. a when a chicken lays an egg and I don't know <laughs> <laughs> what is it?
1: It's often used by parents to describe their kids' chaotic lives. Okay. <laughs> now, now, now do the phrase using it in the proper context.
0: Like, instead of like, Oh, my son's so busy. He's in band and, and football. And he also does algebra after school. It's like, Oh yeah, he's a dog's breakfast, mate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right. Here's, here's your next one. Uh, a rip snorter.
0: A rip snorter. Um, wall bear attack in specifically <laughs> a gas station petrol station
1: a oh, petrol station um it is actually someone playing a good game of sport having a blinder or something that's exceptionally good can also be bonza or butte i get i've heard butte before i've, heard but but I've never heard rips oh rip yeah that's snor- a
0: real butte it's a real beauty
1: oh, it's a real rip snorter,
0: <laughs> rip right. snorter. Gosh,
1: right let's see dog's eye they got a lot of dog ones what do you dogs think dog's eye.
0: eye is I'm gonna say dogs are colorblind, so I'm gonna say a dog's eye is someone that's like really focused on a specific thing, like like he's honed in.
1: There's much conjecture about what really goes inside the na- national staple, a meat pie, or is it beef kangaroo? The important thing that it rhymes. So when you're having a pie, it's looking back at you in a canine kind of way. It's a dog's eye. I what the hell I don't is think that even? That mean? The real thing? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was like, what? what are you talking about? Australian listener, why don't you come on here and. Tell us what the hell that is about. <laughs> I think a lot of these are just have to do with
1: food. Cooey on the road. Hit the frog and toad. Having a frog in your throat.
0: Ah, uh-huh. why not just say that? I don't know. We we just say here in America. Oh, I got some stuff in my throat. We go. <clears> throat> Sorry, got some shit in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: Australia. Well, I'm glad we have at least what one place. into the world. There. <laughs> they should just come come on the show please they have to do everything reverse and speak in reverse <laughs> email you know,
0: us not yeah you can come yeah. on talk talk yeah. aussie with us i have a friend from australia maybe it was her i don't think so though because she's never she has not even come to my streams like i don't know that she's gonna be listening to the podcast but she's a, a friend that i met through a different friends twitch stream so mm-hmm. maybe we'll have her come and explain australia australia i love it
1: have you ever been outside the country uh, just Mexico a couple times, but that's it. What about you? Yeah. Same. Well, yes, yeah. same. We went to Mexico yeah, together, actually. We did. And I don't even know if I can count that technically because it's like Ensenada, Mexico. It's yeah. essentially <laughs> a
0: little bit south of California. Yeah. Our, our wives got their hair braided and we spent too much money on bootleg clothes. I got like an Arizona Diamondbacks backpack that. I've never touched, but...
1: <laughs> was it one of the, wo- the like, woven ones? Yeah,
0: it's it's way yeah. cool to look at, but, yeah, I've never used it once, so... Yeah, I... For there for a while, um, this was
1: more, like, in high school, but my parents had gone on a cruise. They went, the a cruise, and they came back with a woven uh, hoodie. Like, you, it's probably the exact same material, whatever, and I wore that thing nonstop. Like, I loved wearing that, and then I got an, a replacement one. I wore that one till it basically fell off my body, and then after that, I was, like, done with my donor mexican hoodie phase was
0: the red and black one i, I, I had, you had I it in college black one, didn't you
1: and i had a, a green and black one yep ah, <laughs>
0: yep i remember those
1: heck yeah dude not warm not comfortable i just like the way they look scratchy <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> not like my uh Mimi long sleeve mm. swag t-shirt dude. Mm-hmm. that dude. is the most comfortable shirt i own yeah but I, I hate it because it's so comfy that i wear it a lot at night and so it's like i don't even get to wear it throughout oh, the day i don't get yeah. a I could have got 50, 50 screen printed shirts um, for 200 bucks. What the really hell? Yeah. Yeah, That's, <laughs>
0: that's incredible.
1: Yeah. That, that guy in town's running a special I'll have to see if he's still doing that. Yeah. And we'll run a, yeah. a limited edition roommate's couch podcast. Cause I was like, four bucks a shirt. Like, that's cheap. You can't buy a shirt for that much. And it was screen printed. So yeah. we can send them out. You guys pay for shipping. You'll get a get a shirt. Like, yeah. Our audience is, well, Sally, I guess. Sally comes through. Sally's definitely getting a shirt and I have to keep up my streak of mentioning her on the podcast.
0: (laughs) She wants to come on. She wants to defend herself. I told her that she could, maybe we'll do a a moms of the podcast episode. (laughs) We'll do your mom and then I'll hire somebody
1: on Upwork to pretend to be my mom. (laughs) Um,
0: I have to dispel a myth. And this is a myth that I have heard for a majority of my life. And I know that everyone else has also heard this thing. And that is, is that you should floss every day it's a scam i was flossing on last monday because we were we were in california and because serena's serena just ran her second half marathon and crushed it and did really well and then the next day one of her friends in san diego was having a wedding so we like made it a a little trip but um i was flossing that morning or the morning that we were going to be leaving and i pulled out a filling (coughs) ripped it all the way out of my mouth and i was like what the hell and it didn't hurt because like there's not a cavity underneath it it's just a filling And I went into a dentist and they were like, yeah, it looks like you ripped it out. And I was like, all right, can we fix it? And he's like, sure can, next week. And so I have a big old hole in my tooth right now. And I've been like super careful about like trying not to get stuff in it or whatever. But I ripped out a filling by flossing. So apparently floss is just a scam to get you to pay more, pay double for your fillings. Dude, that sucks
1: so bad. I I had a dentist put a big old filling in one time and it crossed over, like the material crossed over into the next tooth. So like when they went to go floss it or whatever, Ripped out my feeling as well. So I, it is a scam. That's you're right. <laughs> it
0: it, it's always had like a little edge on it. And so I get the floss in there. And then when I try to take it out, I have to like really pull because it's always had a little gap. And a lot of the time I end up having to like kind of wiggle it side to side and it ends up cutting the floss in half. So like flossing that tooth is just a waste of time anyway. So I, I popped it in there and just ripped the whole thing off. So now Dang. that we're two for two, both of us have experienced that. Dennis, we're on to you. <laughs> Did,
1: have I told you about my last Dennis experience? No. I, uh, I, so i i haven't found like a a regular dentist we've i had a root canal went to a different dentist all this type of stuff so I've, i have not had a consistent dentist but we've started going to this one place and i just don't like the dude i just think he's a jerk and he kind of comes in and tells you you oh you don't floss it's obvious like he's, you know it's like dude I don't i'm need paying you to tell me you know, that I'm, I'm
0: so aware <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> and uh so he goes and uh he's like oh you got micro cavities blah 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 all this type of stuff and he like basically by the end of it it was like it was gonna be three grand to fix all this this crap and i was like oh this sucks like this is just not gonna be good um but he was out of network for my insurance and oh, so i, I was see. like i was like all right so let's do some shopping around so i went to this other guy he pulled up my x-rays took his own x-rays did all this type of stuff and he's like this guy told you you have cavities like he told you, you have problems problems. i was like yeah and he's like i don't see anything he's like in my professional opinion he's like there's nothing here. So he's like, I, I would feel bad if I were to go in there and try to do something right now. And I was like, Screw this guy. <laughs> like, I almost did too. Like I, I just trusted his opinion. He's the dentist. I'm not. And he just showed me some pictures of my teeth and says, Oh, see this black area? Those are those are cavities and stuff. Sure. Like you're the you're the dentist. But apparently another dentist said, I can't see anything. So
0: Yeah. yeah. The whole time I was growing up we had like a dentist that we went to and it was because it was my stake president. And so like we knew him well before my mission he always does um like, all the missionaries that are leaving, he does their dental work for free and then writes it off as, like, a tax thing. Um, and so, like, right before I left, and this was April of 2013, I got a couple cavities filled. There was a couple soft spots. He went out and drilled them and, and did, a, a like, a preventative thing or whatever. And um, I haven't been to the dentist since because, like, I didn't go on the mission because obviously, like, nobody thinks about that. And I didn't go in college because, again, nobody thinks about that. And then after school... It was like, we either didn't have insurance or we had insurance, but we're broke. And so like, I just have not gone. And so this was the first time I've gone in 10 years, fully expected to have a bunch of cavities. Cause like I can see spots and, mm. um, apparently all the spots that I can see are just places where my previous fillings have darkened because like the, the material isn't as strong as your natural tooth. So it just discolors over time. Um, so I was like, man, I'm going to have like 20 cavities. And I pulled up and he took all their x-rays and he's like, no, you're good. Except for that one filling that you ripped out. And I was like so
1: that's awesome yeah i i i did a similar thing hadn't gone to the dentist in like six seven years and everything was fine except one of my teeth had all, was all jacked up like i had a bunch of problems and so ended up doing a root canal on it and ever since that root canal i've just been like it's felt weird and i've had weird pain where like my jaw will go numb and all this type of stuff so i've always thought like i'm screwed like yeah, it's so just hit a stuff. nerve or something yeah, and I, I talked to the dentist now that I trust that told me he's not going to charge me out the, the yin-yang for it. And he told me, he's like, yeah, he's like, that happens. He's like, sometimes you get a root canal and they'll just hit a nerve and you'll have weird stuff. So, yeah, like my job will just go numb all of a sudden, just weird. Mm. Hate it. No I hate me- medical stuff. We've been we've been at hospitals for like the last three weeks because Chan, Chan had a baby, got a kidney infection, got her gallbladder removed i fired, fired. <laughs> so it's it's been uh it's been a, a month for us so uh, uh, so bad
0: i imagine you've been fairly unplugged while you've been working and doing all that kind of stuff did you watch the video of the shark attack this week is
1: it the kayaker
0: no like it's attack no. no it was a a russian tourist in egypt and he's like 30 feet offshore. He's very, very close, and lots of people were filming, obviously. And it is a lot, but you watch this man literally get eaten by this shark. And, like, the movies, I always thought it was, like, exaggeration. I can send it to you if you want, but I always thought it was an exaggeration, like, you know, the the blood foaming up through the water after the first strike. It is so accurate. It, like, it was shocking when I saw it. I was like, holy shit, I just watched this person die. And, like, Then he comes up and he's like trying to swim and he's like, help, help. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, there's a shark. And then it drags him under and it flips him a couple times and they were able to recover parts of his torso. But it's it's 43 seconds long and it was trending on Twitter on Thursday. It's shocking. Send it to me right now. Let's Let's do a live react. Okay. Let me find it. Yes, I definitely have not seen this. But it just validates so much for me because I've always been afraid of the ocean and sharks, and everyone's like, your chances of getting eaten by a shark are so small. Are they? I've seen it happen. <laughs> <laughs> Not even in movies. I've watched video of it.
1: All right, here it goes. Pulling up. Shark attack in Egypt.
0: Like when you see Oh, it, man. When you see it turn that corner around him, like if you imagine he's a six-foot-tall guy, that shark has got to be 14, 15 feet long.
1: Yeah. Wow wow isn't that crazy
0: you just watched the guy die if this was harry potter you would now see the thestrals
1: wow dude that is insane it's like at first i was like oh okay like whatever like his legs go up i was like that's pretty crazy it's when it surfaces and then it turns you're like oh my gosh that is so scary
0: drags him down and then it it does those couple little barrel rolls and it's like that guy's gone like he's yeah it's over
1: Dude, there was like some high school kid that did a dare and jump off the boat. Have you seen the that? The cruise
0: game? ship.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Gosh, dude, Charts are out to get people. You're, you're right, dude. It's not that rare now. Dude, we're <laughs> catching on And
0: the, the stupid thing about that kid, because like, you just graduated high school. You have a promising baseball career ahead of you. Your friends dare you to jump off of a cruise ship, which one stupid idea. Like, I know it doesn't look far to the bottom. It's far. Like, yeah. you're jumping 300 feet to the ocean. But like. It is like a fact that schools of fish sit underneath ships in the shade. Mm-hmm. And that is a scientific fact. And anytime you get schools of fish sitting in shade like that, you get sharks following. There is always sharks around cruise ships. 1000% of the time, they are there. And you just jumped off and, like, they happen to catch in the video. I don't know if you've seen all the edited versions where they, like, brighten and they turn up the contrast and all that stuff. But you literally see he's, like, swimming towards that, like, little donut buoy thing they toss to him. And then he turns around and start swimming the other way and they were like what happened but when you turn up the contrast you see a shark twice as long as him swim after him
1: oh man uh,
0: the ocean no swimming no swimming (laughs) dude that is crazy
1: i i fish quite a bit and like i the coolest things i've seen when fishing is like i'll have a fish on and it'll be like about a six incher and then i've seen 20 30 inch fish come up and chomp and take out half of the fish that i'm reeling in and it's like dude fish are just they're scary like they're scary. <laughs> don't mess with that
0: we went deep sea fishing last january with my uncles my grandparents or my grandpa and, and my dad and whatever and um uh-huh. i was reeling for 25 minutes and like it was my first time deep sea fishing and i'm maybe not as strong as i used to be like i'm kind of old and i'm fat now and whatever but like i was reeling and the line was still going out like this fish mm-hmm. wasn't moving and I'm finally getting it in, and, like, literally 20 minutes into reeling this fish in, it just, like, stopped fighting. And I was like, what the heck? And I reeled, 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 maybe another 100 yards. And then it fought really hard for one second, and then the line snapped. And our ship guy was like, oh, yeah, that first time where it was fighting and then it was not, it probably got sharked. And, like, just bitten in half by a shark. And then I reeled in half of a fish for 100 yards, shark came back, took the rest, and snapped the line. And I was like... Wow so you're saying there's a shark like right here and you're just like cool with that like like three miles <laughs> offshore <laughs> yeah. that's crazy have you ever seen goliath groupers no
1: Dude, they're just these massive fish they're like 300 400 pounds and like they when they engulf like they their mouths just like become this pizza pan and they just gulp everything i'm like i think that that would be Even worse than a shark (laughs) because you're just like getting gummed to death. (laughs) Always sucked up. Like
0: Kirby. Did you see the video of the whale shark um, sucking down that kayak? Okay, yes, yes. On TikTok. And like the guy's like filming and his boat's like doing this and then he goes under the water and it's like like, sucking that (laughs) boat under. I was like, what the hell? (laughs) That's huge. So crazy, dude. I think they just found
1: a new species of eel in Australia too. It just like washed up on, on shore. Let me see if I can pull this up. The ocean is just crazy. There's been five new species discovered this year. Wow. What the heck? This is 2023. Yeah. 2023. And they found five new. We've been studying the ocean for so long. These are not even ocean things. These are mammals and reptiles. What What the the heck? Five hundred new, five thousand new species discovered in Pacific deep sea mining hotspot. Wow! This article was written. My goodness, all these things are like.
0: When's Parker gonna get in here? We need a Googler.
1: Yeah, we need a better, much better Googler than myself. Say, Parker, pull
0: up the video of the shark attack in Egypt.
1: <laughs> yes, Parker's gonna be on next next week. Yeah, for sure, we'll good. Yeah, he's got to be it. on
0: every week. So tell him to clear Heck his yeah.
1: schedule. Let's do it be a good internship for them but yeah i guess i can't find it but yeah they're just apparently they're just finding stuff in the ocean all the flipping time terrifying
0: speaking of eels um did you know that we have like no idea how eels reproduce really they just show up. i did not know that it's 2023 we have them in captivity we can't figure it out and like wow eels across the entire world will they're like freshwater eels and saltwater eels right they're the same eels what they do is they're in different life stages. So they'll be young and out in the freshwater, and then they will, f- or out in the, the seawater, excuse me, the saltwater. They'll find their way into freshwater, swim upstreams and all that kind of stuff, end up all over the world. And then when it's time for them to breed, which again, we have no idea how that functions because none of them have any sort of genitalia, they swim back out to the sea and they converge. There's like six spots in the whole planet where every eel converges. And it's like, If you are on the Southern hemisphere near Australia, there's one corner. And if you're in the entire United States, all of the eels meet in one corner. And it's like, what, for whatever reason, these six spots on the planet, every eel has been to, they somehow create more eels there and then they disperse again. (laughs) And we have no freaking clue how it works.
1: (laughs) What the heck that, that does remind me of an article I read this year, this week, um, they had the first crocodile in captivity, asexually reproduce. So. Apparently they've 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 uh, recorded that in other species captive species. It's something that like genetically they they're capable of. Yeah. But a crocodile did, and they're like that's that, never that's terrifying. They never thought that, that was possible or anything.
0: Giant water lizard reproduces by itself.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude, that is that's so wild. It's bad and there's an article I was reading was saying like because like I guess crocodiles are uh, the closest link to prehistoric animals or something like that that we have and it's like now they're rethinking everything they're like what a dinosaurs did just asexually reproduce <laughs> you know so it's like because oh, they have the capability you know yeah wow that, that brings in like a complete different extinctions like theories of like maybe they just got to a point where they thought they could all asexually reproduce and maybe you have to have a certain,
0: a certain combination of genes, oh.
1: yeah or genes or whatever i don't know that's crazy
0: dude what a year for science 2023 yeah. is just, we're we're changing things. We don't understand <laughs> shit about anything. Yeah. <laughs> 2023 was basically the year where we we're like,
1: oh, let's just re- rewrite everything. Yeah. We'll restart.
0: We give up. Are you an influencer or small business that wants to increase your reach? Do you want to see your profits increase by dozens of dollars? Advertise with us. Contact us at roommatescouch at gmail.com to be featured in an upcoming episode. Have you watched Signs?
1: Yes, dude. Okay. Did it scare you? So, the part when it's the, the little Hispanic birthday party and the thing walks out yeah. gives me chills every time. Okay. It like, freaks me out.
0: I first saw that in second grade. And, like, we watched it in school, which, like, everyone's parents, when they found that out, they're like, what the hell? That's PG 13. And, like, <laughs> it's Lehigh, Utah. And so, like, they were really up in arms about it. Yeah. Um, but I saw that. It was just that clip. And he, like, walked out. And I was like, go. And, like, that, that <laughs> really messed me up for a long time. I watched that movie yesterday first thought the whole movie is trash the pacing yeah, is yeah. horrific it is the slowest movie i've ever watched in my life the acting is all bad the cgi is terrible the story was lame like it, it wasn't scary nor was it good but it got me thinking because they were talking about like crop circles and stuff and like all that's coming up and when i was a kid crop circles were like this is alarming like why are we not doing anything i had i don't know that i've thought of a crop circle in 20 years <laughs> And it's the same thing yeah. with the Bermuda Triangle. It's like, gosh, dude, I'm going to have to avoid this somehow. Like, how do I not get sucked into the Bermuda Triangle? I haven't even considered it. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> That is so true. Crop circles were a big thing. And now the fact that they aren't a big thing most likely means that they were 100% all fabricated. Yep. But did you hear about the Las Vegas alien sighting?
0: All of the alien sightings? I, not specifically Las Vegas, but tell me yeah. about it.
1: Okay, dude, this this one is getting traction on my feeds for some reason. I don't know if like they're like this conspiracy theorist. He's gonna love this, <laughs> but it uh you'll have to watch the, the the footage. But it's a really interesting thing where a family calls in and they're like, "Hey, we know that this is crazy, but we just had a creature crash land in our backyard, and it was a 9, 10 foot tall green creature." And they're like, "What? Like, okay, we'll send over some police, or whatever." You know, like and they're obviously just like. crazies but then all of a sudden they get a radio in and this guy says hey guys like this is crazy i know this is crazy but i think i just saw a ufo crash so they have these two stories that are like cooperating with each other and then it's then they show all the body cam footage and stuff and it's like in the body cam you see the thing it looks like a shooting star crash and it's And then they like are just going around the neighborhood and they're asking everybody like for their statements and stuff. But this family, they claim that there's an alien that that crashed landed in their, their backyard. Terrifying. But it's just weird. (laughs) Like, I I don't know what to believe on that one. Yeah. Well, I,
0: uh, I used to be so skeptical of like, no, of course they're like, obviously aliens are real. No, they're not coming here. There's a lot of video coming out recently. And like, Two years ago, we had that like release document from the Pentagon, like of all these these things that they were like, yeah, we have no idea what this is, what this is, what this is. It's like videos from like Navy ships, like of of things that aren't moving, like Earth things and whatever. And then you're like, well, maybe. And now this year, NASA and the Department of De- Department of Defense are like openly saying, like, yeah, we've had like X amount of you know <clears throat> like UFO sightings that we have no idea. What they are but we believe they're extraterrestrial kind of thing like they're like suddenly being honest about that and i watched a video on um TikTok. a couple videos but like these little perfect marble spheres that keep zooming around the world and whatever and we have no idea where they're from and like they're just all over the place and you catch all these videos of them one guy had like a green laser that he was like chasing around with it in the sky and um he like hit it and it like reflected the light and then it like spun around and did like a whole other thing And it's like what is going on like we have aliens they're here I've decided <laughs> they're here. I, I'm no longer skeptical of them being here.
1: Yeah. When, when the Pentagon came out with all their statements and uh, they had all the like outer jet footage and stuff, it's like definitely lean more to like other countries having technology that is a bit super advanced and that we're, we're unaware of or whatever. And that's kind of where they landed on it. But then it's just like, also if there is as advanced technology as we we're, Admitting to now, this is clearly saying that this is true. We have, we know that this is a unidentified flying object. It's like, if the technology is that advanced, I don't think it would be too far fetched to say it's able to disguise itself once it crash lands or whatever it disappears. You know, that's why there's not this evidence. Yeah. Continue, continuing
0: on, you know. The only thing that leads me to believe that that may not be true is when I look at military budgets for the world, and like, then I think no country anywhere has anything more advanced than we do because we pour ungodly amounts of money into our military. So Parker, pull up military spending <laughs> by country, please. Oh, thanks, Par. Here we go. Number 10, <laughs> South Korea, $45.7 billion per year. Number 9, Japan, $49.1 billion. France, fifty-two point seven. billion. Germany, fifty-two point eight. billion. Saudi Arabia, fifty-seven point five, billion, which is estimated. We don't know if that's true or not. Number five is the United Kingdom at 59.2. Number four is Russia at 61.7 billion. Number three is India at 72.9 billion. Number two is a big jump to China at 252 billion. And number one is the United States at 778 billion. So we spend more than every other country in the top 10 combined. Wow. I don't know that anyone has anything more advanced than us. Like, <laughs> they better yeah. not. Otherwise, I'm pretty <laughs> freaking pissed about it. Give me my taxes back. doesn't solve better. your
1: problems, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm actually surprised to hear that India's budget's
0: yeah. I, I didn't low. think it was that high.
1: Yeah, but... dude, did you hear about that the the train crash in India? No. Oh my gosh, two hundred and thirty people died in a train crash. Like, just yes. hell. That is, it's terrible. Like, I, I, it's one of the largest mass casualty events. Like, non, whatever, you know. But yeah. like, it was crazy because that day when it happened, I get like these news alert stuff, and the, this breaking news notification came up, and I was like, thirty dead in the train 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 crash a hundred a hundred like it just like kept going up throughout the day and because like in india like people are like on top of the trains and like they're ever they're, they're just stacked, like yeah. they, they compass them so this it was an infrastructure failure and then just derailed and crashed and killed a ton of people it's crazy oh my gosh not aliens not their military budget saving that like it's
0: just <laughs> <laughs> 200 billion dollars yeah can't dude. put a train track on
1: For the bridge pennsylvania i just know all these random i gotta stop reading headlines and actually read the articles but (laughs) in uh i believe in pennsylvania or philadelphia uh main highway crash because a trucker a truck lit on fire underneath the overpass and it somehow melted the rebar or whatever and broke down the highway
0: wow just nuts we live in such a scary time yeah there was all those uh u.s derailments for like several months because like yeah everything happened where we like we had the railway strike because they weren't getting paid, and we were like, no, you just work for what you get. And so they striked, and then suddenly we had 28 crashes like every day, and we were constantly leaking toxic chemicals into the atmosphere. And it's just like, jeez, guys, come on. Crazy. So you, you can only strike. I don't know much about striking, but it's when you're
1: unionized, right? And then yeah. they the union organizes a strike and says the workforce is no longer going to work unless you meet our demands, right?
0: Yeah, so you can strike without a union. But usually when you're doing that, it's striking to be able to form a union so that you can then strike in the future. But yeah, Mm. essentially. And
1: then there's union protection laws, right? Like Mm -hmm. you can't just rehire if your union's going to strike like that, right?
0: Right, yeah. And like companies find ways to get around it. And like we talked a little bit about the Pinkertons before, but they're like a big union-busting organization. And so like when Starbucks, when they all started to want to unionize, they had they hired like the Pinkertons to like come in and like essentially threaten employees and, you know, do their flex thing. And, like, so companies find ways around it because if you haven't unionized yet, the the threats are somehow allowed. I don't know how that's justifiable. And then they find other ways to get temporary workers to cross union lines and that kind of thing, but I I don't fully understand how it works.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I, I know, like, the Riders Guild or whatever, they've been on strike for a couple of months now, and it's, like, a ton of stuff that's getting delayed or, and canceled right now and it's just like it's crazy to think yeah. they have that much power and control like eventually these people are these businesses are going to have to break because they're they not making anything new
0: yeah crazy tv is coming to a grinding halt and like if you're a, a tv production company and like you don't have any writers you just you go out of business they will outweigh you so and, they, and so
1: like with those union protection laws, I can't just hire, I obviously they've hired like the, the elite writers in the world to produce that content, but like, they can't just like hire other people and continue forward.
0: Yeah. They, they can hire people that aren't in the union as well. And that's, I think where they run into the difficulty. Cause like anyone that is in the industry is in the writer's guild. And so gotcha. like you can get freelance writers. then they're freelance writers and so they're there's a reason they're not with the guild or they're not great or they're not established or they're whatever and so you're taking Mm -hmm. a big risk on them so yeah that's so interesting
1: because that's what i i feel like i would do if i was in charge it's like oh you don't want to work okay i'll hire somebody else (laughs) but obviously they got the the cream of the crop there so Mm -hmm. it makes
0: sense have you seen um Oh, I can't remember his name. He has a uh, he has a podcast and he has a Twitch and then like you know he has more like different sites where he posts like clips and whatever. But his whole thing is like literally like he breaks bad news to people and you like will email him and give him ten bucks and then he calls whoever it is and is like hey this is I I don't remember his name so we'll say Mike he's like hey this is Mike from Mike Bre- Mike breaks bad news. Um, you have herpes or whatever. <laughs> it's his whole series. He it's his whole career. He's made a full career off of calling people and just like right up front being like. Sasha, Sasha says she is breaking up with you. And then people no are like, way. What? And he's like, Yeah, man, sorry about it. And then he like hangs up <laughs> on him. <them.
1: laughs> it's so that's I'll, I'll find someone and send them to you. Dude, I to our listeners, we are so down for that. Send us five <laughs> bucks and whatever news you want. I'd love to do that. <laughs> that's Seriously. awesome.
0: Give us their phone number. We'll call them live on air if you want. Maybe not live because like it's in a podcast and it releases on <laughs> Tuesdays, but <laughs>
1: Dude, that's awesome. We <laughs> can hear their
0: reaction on the following Tuesday.
1: Have you ever, when maybe when you were in Idaho, did you ever listen to the radio and uh hear their uh War of the Roses segment?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. dude, it's that it's all stage, I, I believe. the oh, for sure, the, the radio 100%. Show, for sure, but I i love the concept of them just like calling out these cheaters and being like, oh, hey, you're on the air with this person, this person, your <laughs> mistress. <you're... laughs> it's awesome. Yeah.
0: It's i when I was younger because we have that in Arizona as well and I think it's on like all of the Kiss FM channels, which they're everywhere. They have two stations in every state. Um, I used to think that those were like 100% real, and maybe they were in the beginning, but like I was listening to those in like seventh and eighth grade, and I'm 30 now. And so there's zero chance that some some person picks up the phone, and they're like, hey, this is so-and-so from whatsoever flowers, and we've got a deal for you, and we're going to give them to you. You just have to tell us who. Like you're trying to tell me that in the last 17 years you've never listened to War of the Roses? Like, They have to be staged at this point. There's no chance every person in the country doesn't know what's going on.
1: Yeah, for sure. And there's like, you never win anything like that either. So (laughs) that instantly is the red flag.
0: I did hear that one. Does she need? She's. Or was that a cat?
1: It was her. She just like, she'll yell and then she's good. (laughs) (laughs) She is the cat. Speaking of which, our freaking cat is like, she just goes out and has street fights now. Like she's coming back every day, like bloodied up and stuff. I don't know what she's doing i told you about the paw and everything yeah. so she must be okay a... then
0: because if she's willing to fight like she can't have a hurt leg maybe yeah. it was dislocated and when you splinted it it like knocked it into place and that's why she was freaking out so bad but now she's like i'm strong i'm strong <laughs> and like fighting everyone she sees i think so
1: our neighbor just had like a litter of eight kittens Cute. and they are adorable but there is that's way too many kittens <laughs> like I don't know what they're gonna do to get rid of all those
0: I we keep talking about getting a cat and I think we're gonna get a cat and it'll be our last one <clears> throat> Sophie's throat> choice
1: yeah, she, um, because
0: we we have Sam and we have Chloe and uh Sam is six now and German shepherds on average live to be about 10 um so he's getting up there and like Chloe's a mix so she'll probably live 13 14 years if we take good care of her or whatever but like the thought of not having Sam in just a couple years is like so devastating that I think we're gonna do like Sam is is gonna pass and we're gonna get a cat to keep Chloe um keep her company and then that'll be it and we just won't ever have pets again and the thought of that like sounds weird because I've always had pets in my whole life but like I think back to when my dog from, from my whole childhood, we like we got him when I when I was two and then we put him down right before I left on my mission. So I was twenty, so he was eighteen years old. And like that just devastated me for months. And like I just I, I can't do it. So we're just gonna not have pets anymore.
1: Yeah, dude. I I think Sophie right here, she's going to be probably my last pet cuz it's like not only that aspect which is going to be a terrible day when they go cuz they just don't live long unfortunately like that and having pets that pass throughout my childhood and stuff like it is just like a devastating moment but also it's like so limited with animals like every yeah. time you go anywhere you just like you have to make sure they're taken care of and all that type of stuff and you know they your case like you have to put them in boarding cuz you don't have family close to watch them and stuff like that's expensive and stuff so They're great, but I think a petless life is where we're going to go next because just gives you a little bit more freedom to do what you need to do.
0: Yep, cats are the only exception because they'll mostly take care of themselves. Like if you have an automatic feeder and an automatic water dish, like you're okay. But we're we're trying something different this week when we go to Utah because we've always either boarded or brought them with us. Like every time we go to California, we just take them because her parents have an acre and they run around and whatever. Um, but for this week, we are doing a service where someone comes to our house twice a day to check on them. And so we installed a dog door and have been training them on how to use that. And it seems to be going okay. And they're mostly like, they're going to come for a half hour each time. So an hour per day and like feed them and make sure they're okay and whatever. And they can run around inside and out and play and do whatever. Um, so we're, we're going to try that. Cause this is going to be a very short trip. It's like a total of two and a half, three days. Um, and we'll see how it goes, but you're, you're hundred percent right. It is a pain to travel with them or without them.
1: Yeah, dude. Are you doing Rover? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, we. I, oh, sorry. I love cool. I just love cool businesses like that. Like yeah. <laughs> such a good idea. <laughs> yeah.
0: we've used them before where we like bring them to someone's house, and I know Rover has an option where someone will come stay in your house the whole time you're gone, and like that freaks me out. I like, I don't want a stranger in my house, but like I can leave a garage door opener, and you can come in and feed them, and like that's fine. And so we'll see how it goes.
1: Right now, we're we have a good um, relationship with our neighbor down the road. And so we do a swap where we'll watch their dogs when they're out and they'll watch our dog when we're out and stuff. Um, but they are gone almost every weekend. <laughs> so <laughs> we end up, we end up doing a lot more than they do, but they, they make up for it too. Like they, they'll like bring us treats and they're very good people. But yeah. I, I watch their dog and I've been watching their dog this week and uh, I go inside their back door and then I, we have to go through the entire house to go put them in the garage and stuff. And their house is haunted, like straight up haunted. <laughs> and I, I need to, I need to like validate this. But like the first time I went to go and put the dog in, um, I, I put him in and stuff. And the, then the, the next night I went back. And when I went back the second night, I was like, huh, I could have sworn that the door to their, their room was closed and it was open. So then I got like really paranoid and I was like, oh man, like maybe somebody saw me come in and like, now they're like, they, they've robbed the place or whatever, you know? So really paranoid about it and worried about it and stuff and just kind of kept my eye on things and didn't notice anything different Then this time watching their dog. Um, I was like very mindful of which doors were open and which doors weren't and stuff and all the doors in their hallway were closed and the next night they were all open. No <laughs> and way. so I'm like, I was like, okay, I, I know for sure this time, it's like, I'm not like talking myself out of it. Um, but I've been watching them for three or four days now and the doors have remained open. They haven't moved since but I know from day one to day two, they definitely did open.
0: So day this next time I'm going to take pictures. Like I'm going to
1: like have physical proof that Dude, it happened.
0: <laughs> you know what you need to do? Get them to sign an agreement for you to spend the night in their house. And we'll <laughs> do a a full night Twitch live stream. And you just Dope. sit there in the dark and we'll just camera on the doors to watch them <laughs> open. <laughs> we'll have our, our little radio be like, if there's spirits here, can you please <laughs> let us know. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Dude, I I love shows oh. like that. They, I love them so much.
1: I've watched hours upon hours of those Ghost Hunter shows, and they are all the exact same thing. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't know how like how it's able to keep my attention when like the most evidence they've ever had is like, kill you. Ooh. Like that's it.
0: I love the ones where it's like the ghost supposedly chooses words out of a dictionary on this little calculator looking thing, and it's always like lair murder devil and it's like yeah. the devil has a murder lair here and it's like all right you're, you're reaching pretty far yeah. <laughs> the devil needs a murder lair here okay yeah
1: <laughs> i i do want to do something spooky with you sometime because yes. you told me about your your las vegas trip and that sounded pretty dope but we should go find that haunted place and, there's and ghost go, towns Google's 20
0: there. minutes from my house next time you're here oh. we'll, we'll leave the kids with serena and chan and you and me will go spend the night in a ghost town I keep hoping that I will win the lottery so I can buy the Monroe and then <laughs> buy you guys a house down here to force you to move because, like, oh, you already have a house. Like, I guess you have to come. And then um, we can just, like, get a whole floor of the Monroe as the Roommates Couch Podcast headquarters, and we can get a producer or an editor and something. And...
1: Heck, yeah, dude.
0: But I got to buy lottery though, to win the lottery, and that's the tough part.
1: We're looking at this, too, as, like, a good opportunity to, like, rip the band-aid off of of moving like if we were ever going to move um, like this would be the time to to do it so we we've been looking arizona we've been looking south just to like yeah like we're we're willing to relocate and Dude, do whatever we need
0: to do I so i didn't know that and those couple jobs that i sent you were remote i'm gonna find something local
1: okay at this point we're 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 taking anything serena's any, in anything the marketing
0: offered. department so like she's got an in in marketing
1: now, now I'll have a, a guy in the IT department that can really hook me up. So <laughs> <laughs> let me uh, give her the speaker real quick. Yeah, you're good. Have you ever had a secret that you've like held on to for a while, but you like know is coming? Like, you know that everyone else is going to know, but you were like an early on in on the secret other
0: than this scenario. Yeah. I don't know, actually. I think this may be my first time. Have you? Yeah. Maybe maybe if you have one and like tell a story, it'll it sh- spring yeah, something I, up. But
1: I, I've been I've done it a couple times more <laughs> more recently. Um, when my family my family's great and stuff, but they they don't they don't have big reactions to things and stuff. So like if you were to tell them like, hey, we're having a kid, like, oh, good for you, you know. <laughs> it's it's not <laughs> like they're they're not like the like my 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 siblings a little bit more, but like my parents not so much. So when we had Cove, or when we knew it, we were having Cove. We waited for like, we waited till we knew the gender like that. That's how long like we waited a while to tell them and stuff, just knowing that it wasn't gonna be like a big deal. But it's like weird because her whole chance, whole family knew like really early on and oh. stuff. And so like we did that. Um, and then with this job, like with no job, I mean, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of people in my life that don't know yet. It, it, this one's different because it's it's embarrassed. It brings embarrassment to me, and I've struggled with that. But it's just like a lot of people that probably should know don't you know and so it's just kind of a weird thing holding on to it when it's like people are like oh hey we should go do this but i know you have to
0: work and stuff and I, i've had a couple of those scenarios where i'm just like yeah don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't, yeah brewer uh brewer texted me this past wednesday because like normally mm-hmm. we release the episode on tuesday and sometimes it's a little bit late so i think he waited till the following day to see if it was just going to come out later but he he texted he's like hey where's the new episode and that was like <clears throat> I had been out of town for the, uh, the race and the wedding and stuff. And then you had texted and you're like, Hey, like I just lost my job. Like I'm not really feeling super, super into being on the pod right now. And so he's like, what's going on? And I was like, Oh, I was just, I was out of town and, and bruff has been busy. Cause I didn't know if he like knew or not. And so I guess we can count that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah he found out a little bit after that too he, he let text me and we had conversations up but yeah it's I know it's secrets are weird because it's like it's a power that you kind of have but it also is just like I don't like being the secret keeper <laughs> like I, I i would rather I nice spill the beans on everything basically mm-hmm. too I'm a terrible secret keeper but like when you have to it's it's a weird power I don't don't like it
0: Trump got indicted again this week. Did you see that? I did see that. That one, that's, like, last time it was, like, state-level stuff, and it's not a huge deal, but this one is, like, federal crimes, and they came out with a list of all of the things that he's being charged with, and obviously he's not going to get the maximum sentence for every single charge, and, like, that just doesn't happen in the real world. But in theory, if you were to get the maximum maximum sentence per charge applied consecutively— he would essentially go to prison for like 480 years <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> that's a long time <laughs> that is a long time considering he's oh, Sam, a 78 year old man
1: and your new cat are gonna be well gone by that <laughs> <laughs> that's that's crazy i i i bet he'll get away with community service by the end of it oh yeah you know?
0: <laughs> he, he's he's not gonna be able to run again because that's part of it is if, if you're convicted a convicted criminal federally yeah you're barred from office or whatever so he's not gonna be able to run again but i don't think he'll actually serve any prison time it'll be like a you know a 10 million dollar fine and an inability to run for office in the u.s and that'll mm. be it but I, I might be in legal trouble
1: really? <laughs> yet to be yet to be determined tomorrow That's just stupid 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 so um april that's you know three months ago right mm-hmm. um I, we were coming back from Chan's parents' house, and I pulled onto this highway, and I needed to get up to speed, so I just like hit the pedal to the metal. And as soon as I hit top speed, before I started slowing down, police came out of nowhere, wrote me up a ticket. Okay, so they wrote me a ticket for speeding, and also my car was not registered, and so that just doubled doubled up on it, and just yeah. crappy deal, whatever. Yeah. And I said, "Okay, Chan, hey, like make sure you get this paid and stuff," and then just forgot about it and yesterday i was uh, driving on the road and i was like chan like we got the car registered right like like where are the stickers i know the stick i didn't put the stickers on she's like oh they're in the glove compartment we opened the glove compartment i was like what about the ticket <laughs> and she was like i never paid it so we had an unpaid speeding ticket and all that stuff missed the court date which we weren't going to go to you know like all that type of stuff missed the court date already and stuff and then everything online says like if you don't pay your ticket by the court date, then they can suspend your license and blah, 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 blah all this type of stuff. And then if you're applying for a job, <laughs> that's uh, all bad timing, <laughs> yeah. that is not good. So we, we paid the ticket instantly and got that taken care of. And nothing on the portal said like I had increased fines or anything for like missing the time or whatever, but it's yet to be determined whether or not my license is still <laughs> valid, like, so I don't, don't know. This puts your
0: mind at ease. Uh-huh. I have experienced a similar situation and we're gonna chalk this up to the incompetency of the United States government because okay. they say a lot of things and they don't mean any of them. Because for mine, um, I was pulling onto the freeway same as you, but I stopped at the the right or the light because like the right hand turn in Arizona you have to stop because there was oncoming traffic or whatever. It was like a, a yield thing. I stopped, cop behind me, I hit the gas, I'm I'm going up, and he pulls me over halfway onto the uh, on ramp, and he's like, "Hey, your your registration is out." My my truck is a 2000 and it's a work truck right so it has crank windows and so as he pulled me over i hit my seatbelt reached over cranked the window down cuz he was coming over to the passenger side cuz we're on the freeway and then i start talking to him and he's like where's your seatbelt full panic mode i said i don't know i normally have it on i'm not sure didn't even realize that i had unclicked it to be able to roll the window down so i got hit with the no seatbelt i got hit with the registration that had been out for 9 months and um because i'm lazy i don't i don't do stuff my tags are currently out they expired 13 days ago um but he hit me with that and i set the ticket on the passenger seat of my truck and then i didn't drive my truck for nine weeks because i was driving it was at the same at the time where i had my uh either my jetta or my lumina i don't remember um but i was driving a different car for two months because my tags are out right get back in my truck one day and i was like oh shit there's a ticket on my passenger seat. I pull it up and I'm way past the court date. I'm way past the date where the ticket should have been paid. And it was like, hey, like written on the back, if you don't do this, your license is going to be suspended. If you haven't paid it by this date, which was two weeks ago, we're going to put out a warrant for your arrest. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to go to jail over this ticket. No, I paid it online, never had any issue. They never suspended my license. I never had a warrant, even though I was weeks and weeks past the, the warrant date, let alone the the suspended license date like you're fine the the government says they're gonna do stuff they don't do anything if you pay your ticket they're like all right <laughs> oh that
1: does make me feel better because i just i kept having this horror vision of just because it's been
0: going to jail raining
1: and pouring for, for like the last month of just like <laughs> i go to apply for a job and they run a background check and they're like oh you know there's a warrant for your arrest right yeah. now it's like oh gosh
0: yeah so yeah. i i thought for a long time that i was going to and i even like Thought about calling the police department and just saying like hey can you check and see if there's a warrant for my arrest but i got pulled over again like probably six months after that and yeah there was there was no warrants or my license was still good i just filed a police report through my work like three weeks ago and had to give them my license number and then i walked into the police station to get a copy of it and was all good so you should be fine
1: good Say a prayer for me. Hopefully, I'd, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, not going to get arrested. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining the Roommate's Couch podcast. It's been another fantastic week to sit on the couch with you and talk about all sorts of good stuff today. Uh, we are going to have uh, some special guests coming up, and we are going to have our Googler next week. Parker Bruff. this is your call to work. We are going to have you on. And uh, Sally, we're looking forward to uh, the upcoming episode with you as well. So this is gonna be great. Um, we appreciate all the support and the love. Sorry we took last week off. Um, just got a lot of stuff going on. So hopefully next week is a better week and more things to report, but we appreciate you staying on and over signing us off. <laughs> See ya, everybody. <laughs>